Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Three minutes past four. Aaron Whitefield about to join us to talk some baseball. Uh, over at the Wacker, it's lunch and the Australian women have absolutely dominated the first session. Five for 366. Did not lose a wicket. Sutherland's advanced to a score to 113. Not out. And Gardner looks imposing. 52 not out. And looks like she's really ready to put the foot down. So uh, they have got the South Africans completely on the ropes. Uh, and you reckon they're going to feast uh, in the next session when they come back after lunch. Australia playing Korean big league outfit. Hanwha Eagles tomorrow night and Sunday afternoon. Melbourne ballpark. Baseball fans will be all over this. A great chance to get to see the Australian team and some of these outstanding Asian players who have come to town. And Aaron Whitefield... One of our uh, superstars has been good enough to join us on the show to talk all about it. Hey, Aaron, thanks for joining us on the show, mate. G'day, fellas. How are we doing? We're yeah, going okay. Going. We're flying, Aaron. What are we, uh, we going to find out uh, playing these Korean uh, boys in the next couple of days? Uh, you know, it's a big league Korean team. So, you know, it's, it's some of their best players in Korea with a couple of imports from, um, you know, I think they've got a couple Dominican or, you know, even some guys from the state. So, you know, it'd be great competition for us uh, guys coming off the ABL season the Aussie team, especially going into our Premier 12 um, kind of preparation for the end of the year. And from a national perspective Aaron, what's this? What's the next big ticket item in front of the Australian team? Well we have that Premier 12, the top 12 teams in the world uh, play at the end of the year right. um, and that's our next big event. This is kind of something that we can all get together around, especially just finishing the Australian Baseball League season and everyone's kind of, you know, in, in great form and ready to have two games and, you know, get two wins. So how do you qualify for the Premier 12? Uh, it's over the course of the four years, um, depending on the points you win, you know, with other events, like we had the WBC last year, and it's just the top 12 teams uh, in the rankings get to play in that tournament. And where is it? Uh, we uh, Our first game will be in Japan against Japan, and then we'll Ooh. finish the round in Taiwan, and then the finals go back to Japan. And, and will all the top That's players awesome. from uh, all the various uh, countries be playing? Like, are we going to see uh, Shohei Otani <laughs> having a hit in this uh, in, in the Premier 12? So the Premier 12 have different rules where the rostered players on the MLB cannot play. Um, and a lot of teams, some of those teams, because it's right after the season, will hold some of their players. But usually Japan still put out all their guys who play in their MPB, um, you know, their big league team. Korea puts all their big league players. And then the USA team usually put in um, kind of their up-and-coming prospects. Uh, I think last time we had guys like Joe Adele, 
um, who's you know now a big name in in the major leagues and kind of like their younger superstars that are coming up. That's what the USA team usually throw out. But we had last time we did well at the Premier Twelve, and we that was the first time we beat USA actually. And, um, you know, we're hoping to do the same thing coming up. And how are we placed here in Australia? We hear of players from time to time getting over there and, and getting their opportunity in the major leagues in the United States and other parts of the yeah. world as well. Um, but, you know, the, the league we just saw, I think it was the Giants just uh, won the title. What do you make of Australian baseball in general? Are you pretty comfortable where we're at and what we're doing to foster the talent? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think uh, COVID, you know, we really took a hit with COVID. Like, a lot of things were going in the right direction. Then, you know, COVID, as it did with everything, kind of took a hit. Um, but this year, I've been playing the ABL since around 2015. And to me, this year was probably one of the strongest years that the ABL has produced with pitching and just the amount of kids that are coming, either coming back from college or going to college, um, professional ball in the lower levels. Um, and in, in our Australian team, I think this Premier 12, with some of the guys will be able to get back um, from Pro Bowl, or even who are coming out of college that will be in Pro Bowl, uh, we'll have a really, really strong team and just keep building off what we've been doing the last couple of years. And when you think of uh, the United States and the collegiate uh, scholastic system, I know from a basketball standpoint, it's it's the pathway now for a lot of the guys. They're, 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 I think we've got over... 200-odd Australians playing at the collegiate level across our men and women. Is it similar for aspiring baseballers that that's the best route for them to take? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think it was early, uh, it was just, you know, you hope to get signed as a free agent like I was lucky enough to do. And, you know, if that didn't happen, then you just kind of play club ball. And then I feel like good players were getting filtered out who, you know, maybe needed that college time to become the player that they could have became. Um, And now with the opportunities and more guys going, and, you know, we should, this year, um, Travis Bazana is looking at being one of the first-round picks in the draft, um, you know, as high as the number one pick in the draft. Wow, um, gee whiz, Rockies. And he's from Sydney, and it's just, you know, showing kids that, you know, if you don't, get signed by a major league team out of Australia, like you still have other pathways to get there. And for us, it's just building and getting more kids that don't just, you know, filter out because I didn't make it to a pro bowl. I can go to college route and then make it through that way as well. Mm. Now the business of baseball really intrigues me. And you hear about some of the stuff that goes over, goes on over there with the, the, the major leagues. Can you just help educate me? Uh, Shohei Hatani, he's he's a superstar. We all know that. Just signed a, I think it was a, a ten year seven hundred million. So seven hundred million bucks. Uh, but can you help me out here because he's only going to be paid like two million bucks a year, and he's going to be, he's going to accumulate at the end of it six hundred and eighty million. It's now crazy, to me mate. that reeks of just trying to rip the system off somehow or other for whatever reason. <laughs> can you please explain to me uh, how all this fits in, in in the ethics and the legalities of it all? Yeah, definitely. You know, as um, some of those teams already have, you know, the Dodgers. Uh, mm-hmm. stacked with superstars from head to toe and they're paying a lot of guys a lot of money right now so for someone like show um you know he's only getting the two million for the next uh, like two years or three years i think it is mm-hmm. um while they're paying the other guys and when they filter out obviously that's when he starts to get more money it's just so teams can you know if they if they're willing to spend the money 
can spend the money, but it, you know, they work it out where it's uh, ethical for them over a couple of years instead of just, you know, forking out seven hundred million dollars oh, in one day. It's but just um, no, it's just the way that they do it, and they have them for that long time. Mm. And you know, for and honestly, I think it's something that's in a good way that you know athletes get money pushed back so they don't have all this cash to just you know go spend. Um, it's something that you keep getting making money until you know you're retired. He's he's gonna be making I think it's like sixty million mm. a year when he's forty something years old. Yeah. And, well, you know, it's just something, it, it's kind of a way to, you know, that the baseball goes about, mm. you know, stacking up a team, but it ends up being in the favor of the uh, athletes as well as, you know, that's money, you know, that you're getting later on and you don't have all this change that you heard of athletes, you know, kind of spending mm. their money once they get something like, yeah. you know, seven, I don't know how you'd spend all seven. Right, no, million, not but... possible. <laughs> it's not possible. Well, well, Andy, yeah. he's, he's actually deferring uh, 68 million across for every year. So he's getting paid two yeah. million, but I read this article. He's, he's got such massive endorsement deals, so he has to wait ten years yeah, yeah, yeah. until he gets his six six hundred and eighty. Poor, poor bugger! I feel sorry yeah, for him. I was, I was lucky enough to be with him the last two years when I was with the Angels. Really? Just, yeah, I, I was up there with him in the major leagues with him and Trout. But Otani is if if anyone I can say to anyone if they get the chance to go see the Dodgers or. You know, I'm lucky enough to play him in Tokyo last year against him in Japan, which was very special. But he is literally one in a lifetime sort of player. The things he really? does. Really? Yeah. I don't think there'll be someone like that for the next 10, 20, 30 years. That is, well, the stuff he can do is, mm. is ridiculous, really. So, hey, oh. we're, we're talking Aaron Whitefield, part of the Australian team, starting center fielder. They've got a couple of big games coming up against the. Korean big league team, the, Ham, the big league team, the Hamway Eagles. Where are you at, mate? You, as you mentioned, you spent time at the Angels. You're at the Twins. Um, such is the nature of your sport. You know, players bounce around all over the place. Where, where have you? Where are you finding yourself um, from an American perspective? So uh, this year, I'm looking at going uh, to play. I, I base myself in South Carolina where, with my girlfriend, where I live. But I'm looking at going to play in uh, Mexico this year. Um, they've started up a big league out there. And, um, you know, a couple of my friends that I played up in the major leagues with, there's a couple of us going down there. And a guy I played with here at the Melbourne Aces, uh, Greg Bird, who played with the Yankees for a couple of years, he's gone out there too. So I'll be, once this is done, I'll uh, head to the States uh, and then head down to Mexico to play down there. And I love how all sports are, you know, they're tweaking the rules and regulations. And uh, more re- recently, we've seen with baseball how they've got that the, the shot clock. Or the, well, I call it yeah, the shot p- clock, yeah, pitch but clock. the pitcher yeah. uh, a clock. Uh, do you think that, from your perspective, do you like what they're doing to try and speed up play? Yeah, I, I definitely think it's, um, you know, it's gaining more attraction to people. You know, some baseball games, I've been there where it's four hours long. And, you know, I mean, I love the game of baseball, but a four-hour game can, at 7 p.m., when it gets to <laughs> starting to get to 11 p.m., can get yeah. can get pretty long. But, you know, it, it, at the start, it was very different because you're used to playing that long. But for the players, you know, for us too, that means we get to get home early because, you know, in the States, you play 162 games. You know, if you're getting home at midnight and then having to play the next day, um, you know, it's, it's just more rest time, more time with the family when you get home. So it works out for everyone, and it's. I don't think it takes away that from the game at all. I think it keeps the fans more invested, and it gets you know, it attracts more people to be like, oh, I'm only going to be there for 
two and a half hours, you know, it's a big difference than four hours. Absolutely. Uh, it's a vast improvement. It As somebody is. who sits at home sometimes and watches a game of ba- a baseball from time to time, Aaron, I reckon it makes a huge difference. So, hey, yeah. um, mate, good luck uh, to yes. you and your teammates, obviously. A nice hit out you've got coming up this weekend. And uh, with the Premier 12 just around the corner, it sounds like there's a lot to gear up towards from an Australian perspective. And, uh, then you get down. If it, when when you are in, I don't know whether you'll be you'll certainly be in the outfield out there in, when you're playing in Mexico. Will you set yourself a bit deeper there, given the <laughs> ball's probably going to fly a bit further into the outfield down there in Mexico? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for the hitting side of things too. Right. Hoping to get a couple more homers. Yeah, but nice. yeah, no, definitely be sitting out there with the uh, altitude down there. Hopefully, get more homers and be sitting right on the fence to try and rip a couple off. Beautiful, mate. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll watch with great interest. Uh, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate your time. Awesome, fellas. I appreciate it. Good man. Aaron Warfield joining us, uh, part of the Australian team. Uh, and you can see those games at Melbourne Ballpark tomorrow night and one Sunday afternoon. Oh, is it not our turn? You know when you're going to um, Geelong, that one on the left, is that uh, yeah, Melbourne Ballpark? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Is that the one? Because there, there used to be a big ballpark in Royal Park. As well, but it's the one in Eltona, right? That's where we're heading to. So if you've ever gone down the West Coast... You've seen it on the you, left. You've seen it on just the left. Pops out, it just pops up. It's beautiful. All of a sudden, there's a big like, baseball if field. If you build it, they will come. Well, they're coming. Sort of Hopefully, fi- they're coming to see the Aussies. Field of Dreams type stuff. Get out there and have a go, man, if you don't. Hey, big <laughs> racing's returning. They're gearing up. There's some fantastic racing to look forward to in Melbourne and Sydney tomorrow. Okay, when we want to talk racing, who do we think of? Gareth. Thank you. The G-Banger's going to join us on the other side of this.